Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, fellow traveler, to From the Outside Looking In. That's right. That's a, a show for real-ass gangsters, about real-ass gangsters. Only from, the dopest gangsters. From real-ass gangsters doing real-ass gangster shit. That's right. Real-ass gangsters doing... Re- no, just fucking with you. Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, the show about everything, the show about nothing. You know the deal. You've been here before. Maybe you haven't, and you're like, this show, I don't know what it's about. Well, it's about me, my buddy Patrick. We like comic books. We like movies. We may like movies that are 30 years old, and we'll talk about them like they're brand fucking new. Deal with it. You're going to be entertained. That's all that matters. We'll talk about movies, books, comic books, sports, all the shit that we're into. We'll talk about geeky shit from a non-geeky perspective or non-geeky stuff from a geeky perspective, whatever. We like to talk. You like to listen. Hopefully, we have a good time. I am Andy Liaskas. With me, as always, the Carol O'Connor to my Sherman Helmsley, Mister <laughs> Patrick. Bates. Did you make it? Was that is that, all, is that all George the, and Wheezy? No, uh, that's George and Archie. That's an All oh, in the Family. Yeah, Carol O'Connor from from All in the Family. He's right. Arch, Archie Bunker, oh, one wow, of the uh, one of the rare rare men named Carol in history. But yes, yes, that is. Wow. A, yeah, I love it. And or if if you're not a fan of All in the Family, burn in hell, first of all. Uh, but second of all, how about In the Heat of the Night, right? Like, we can go with that. Whichever one, Carol O'Connor, American treasure that he was. Yeah. Rip. Yo, I, uh, before I get too far into it, I w- I'm pretty geeked about this. So I just sent you uh, a picture to your phone. Oh. Can you check it out? Yeah, I can't hold on one second. All right. I, it just came in. I, <gasps> there it is. I, it went ding. Hold on. Let's what see. Ding. Something came in the mail today. Something came. Ooh, look at this, bud. That's a 7.5 and a 9.6. Yeah, yeah. That's I, nice. You know what? It's always great when you, like, send stuff to CGC to have it signed by the artist and, like, slabbed and sent back. And then, like, you forget about it. Yeah. And they send you an email that's like, hey. We're sending this to you, and then like two days later, it shows up. It's like, yeah, yeah, like that's Christmas, boy. Yeah, and it's just in time for Christmas, bud. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Uh, so that's a Moon Knight number one. Yeah, and then uh, that was a Dark Knight. Was that a variant cover? Yeah. So this is um, this is so Bill Sienkiewicz did a signing, and so obviously, so Sienkiewicz did a whole bunch of Moon Knight stuff. Um, he also did this um, Dark Knight Returns Last Crusade variant cover. Nice. Um, which I adore. I think it's awesome. And yeah, so no, I got the cover's dope. Yeah. Yeah, real nice. So I got them both, uh, got them both graded. Um, uh, it's, it's too bad because they had a, there was an Incredible Hulk issue that I had gotten um, off of an auction, and I really wanted to send that to him. It was a really awesome Hulk cover. But it showed up in worse shape than I thought it was going to be. So I sent these instead. And then I happened to be at like the um, 
some sort of I, some sort of flea market that we have locally, like in our in our neighborhood. That you know, I, I forget what we call it. God, I wish I could remember what it's called. Anyway, um, this comic shop showed up, and they had a ton of long boxes, and so I went through and found that that issue, and I think I paid like a dollar for it. Oh, it's nice! It's in so much so much better shape. And I'm like, well, there goes that. I'm never going to get that signed unless he, like, comes back. So I'm, like, hoping he, like, signs, you know, some comics again. But, um, but yeah, um, pretty pretty nice. Yeah, no, for sure. That's fucking yeah. super dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Merry Christmas to you. And let's consider this our holiday episode, right? Uh, we'll have this out. At, uh, today is, is December 8th? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, knowing dates, I'm good at it. Uh, yeah. yeah, so December 8th, uh, this will, we'll consider this our holiday episode. Uh, take a couple weeks off for the holidays, but we'll come back. This is the uh, penultimate episode of the year. We'll finish Ooh, off. Fancy. Yeah, your fancy words there. Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, where we lord over you peasants with your small words. Um, yeah, we use silver dollar words here. Yeah, that's right. Only, only incorrectly. Uh, I'm sure somebody will note that, like, that's not the proper usage of penultimate. But I would I not. actually disagree. I think yeah, no, it is. It, good. Yeah, no, for sure, it's definitely the other also. Thing. Ooh, crack, oh, crack, 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 What you got there, bud? This Wolf is King. Uh, I like that can. Rusty like that. Rail, Rusty Rail Brewing's Wolf King Imperial Stout. Hmm. Um, I uh, this is the season for it. Yeah, no, no, season, tis, my the se- tis the season for stouts and porters, my friends. It's uh, starting to get uh, cold and gray out there. Um, whenever, uh, whenever you're uh, back in town, back in uh, the, the the Philly area, in in full spectrum, uh, we will set up a record date, and we will have in studio guest, friend of the show, legend. Love uh, it. We'll we'll bring Sweet Lou in. Uh, to talk about whatever, maybe we'll make him. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about like you know because he'll always joke about like whenever we we talk about the Unforgiven or something like that. So that'll be the day we review the Magnificent Seven or something <laughs> something along those lines. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some some old movie that has we've we've dusted off. Yeah. Right. We'll totally do that. We're just gonna go through the entire Mel Brooks catalog at some point. Which, oh, which would be amazing because I fucking love Mel Brooks. I absolutely oh, adore man. Mel Brooks. Yes, I would love. I would watch so many of those movies again. Oh, yeah. Love them. Yeah, uh, I, I I wish like I always have a hard time finding uh, history of the world. Right, like yes. that's like that's never streaming on anything, and the movie is absolutely fucking amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, you know, obviously 70s, not appropriate. Yeah, I mean, I but it's still you, great. I bet you that it is like on Amazon, behind a paywall, just like oh, all for, the stuff I want to sure. see. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So. It's, and oh, now every, every channel is coming out with their own like pay service too, which is annoying as shit. Right, like I, I downloaded. Uh, I, I have the free month of, of Paramount Plus or Paramount whatever the Paramount Network one because I wanted to watch the damn South Park post COVID special, right. which which is fantastic. It's absolutely okay. hilarious. 
get the free month of Paramount Plus, and then, but then it's like, what do what do I uh, what else do I really? I, you don't have yeah. premium content yeah. that I'm going to spend four ninety five a month on. You know what I mean? Well, like you it, should mention it. I just was just was cursing Paramount Plus this afternoon um, because I uh, I watch it for. Um, the Champions League and mm. the Europa League content. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Soccer. There is, yeah. There's that, right? So if you are a soccer fan, they do have that. Yeah. So they have they have the the Europa League, which is like you know European you know, club competition. They have the Champions League, which is the upper level club competition, and then they also yeah, yeah. have the Italian League. Um, so they have a bunch of good content there. But like it would say, here's this game. Here's this game. Here's this game. I was like, okay, I want to watch this game. I click on the thing. Shows me another game. I'm like, nope, that's not right. I back out. I pick another game. It shows me this the same other game that I would, didn't want to watch. I'm like, this is stupid. Right. And I have to restart the app because I'm like, what's going on? Um, so I've been I've been a little bit pissed off about that. But, um, you know, whatever. That's just like first world problem stuff. But um, otherwise, um, I also have been trying really slowly trying to watch Picard. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I, just, it's really tough. But I, I really like Patrick Stewart. I really you know what I mean? Like. I, I feel some people are always like, well, you're either a Star Wars fan or a Star Trek fan. I enjoy both. Obviously, oh, I yeah, enjoy both. Star Wars way more. You know what I mean? Like, I, I you know, if, if you're like, pick one, which one's better? Star Wars is better. But, um, and I, I, that that's not even, you know, objectively, that's subjectively. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. but, but, <laughs> but Captain Picard is the absolute fucking man. And Patrick Stewart is great. I never oh, yeah. went in on Picard. Um, I don't think I watched much Star Trek after Discovery, if I'm being honest. That was Captain Jane, right? That was Janeway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That one, that one was pretty um, yeah. good. That was 7 and 9, all that shit, right? Like, that was that one? I haven't watched any of that stuff. Like, I watched a little bit of that. I didn't watch anything really after um, uh, Next Generation. Okay. Um, I was, you, you know, you know, you know what my jam was, and, and everybody Deep hates Space it? Space Nine. DS9 was my jam, 100%. There you go. Everybody was like, what? I'm like, it's the one where they don't go places, and that's right. what I like about it. You know Everything what I mean? Everything comes to them. That's fucking great. There's a lot more, like, there's a lot more political <laughs> intrigue in that episode, right? Because they're dealing with trade fucking shit and all this. Yep. I'm like, that's a cooler one, right? There's, like, you got the, I don't, I can't remember what any of the races are are called, uh, the right? The Ferengi? The Ferengi, I remember them. Yeah. And I remember the Cardassians. And then... The Bajorans is that the one with the earrings? Yeah, that's the one with the earrings. The Bajorans and like they, they were like the Cardassians were like basically the space Nazis, and they're great villains. You know what I mean? <laughs> Happy, yeah, I, Bajoring, I, I, whatever. Everything thing. after everything after Next Generation, I couldn't get into. I know that they have one now that they're trying to shove down everybody's throat. I don't care about that one either. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Captain Braids. She's got a lot of braids. I don't know what they call it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what they what call it. it. I, I just assume they call that one Discovery, too. I have no idea. I, I have um, no idea, yeah. The other thing that I've been watching on Paramount Plus is uh, CSI Vegas. I don't know. Loves... I don't know how to react to that. I really don't. Yeah, I, I don't, mean, I don't like... care. I don't care how anybody yeah. reacts to it. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. even, I, even I loved um, the original CSI Vegas show. Um, it had a great cast. Um, it was like... It was it was it was a great show, and so they they've they've dusted off some of the characters, and they're trying to re trying to re revitalize it. The casting is terrible. Sure, uh, CSI uh, was the one with the goth chick on it, right? For like better, no, no, which, no. which which is, or is that NCIS? That's NCIS. Okay, yeah, I don't I knew, watch that. I knew it, uh, they're the same show. 
Yeah, I mean, like, basically. <laughs> I just concur for the block. <laughs> I remember there was an NCIS one where they were, like, trying to stop a hacker, right? Like, before he hacked the whatever. And, like, it's, oh, it's, it's the goth chick. And she's like, I can't keep up with how fast he's changing the code. And I'm like, well, that's not how code works. But yeah, yeah like, exactly. You can like suspend belief, right? Like, like as you're trying to like stop a hack or some sort of like DDoS attack, you're like, I can't get the code keeps morphing. Then another dude jumps on the keyboard. So it's her on one half the keyboard <laughs> and him on the other half. I'm like, how? What are you writing? Like, what do you, what, what? What is going on? Like they're like writing some Steve sort of off- yeah, right. They're if. like writing some sort of offsetting HTML five or something. Like what the fuck is going on here? But yeah. I, I like people were like, this is how computers work. It's like yeah, yeah it sure is. But. Yeah, yeah. And then they do the thing where they grab at a screen in the air and they stretch it out and then they do some. Oh, stuff those are fantastic. There's a yeah. key. You ever see the key peel one where like. It's they bring out that that like sort of John Rambo ish guy from like uh, a retirement and they like they're like Decker so and they bring up the big hologram thing and he's like oh and he's like trying to change. he's like he's like what we're all touching the laser grid <laughs> oh, I have to send it to you it's fucking funny uh, but Pat other than uh, dirty wolves and 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 soccer and uh, what's going on in the world today bud. Well, you know how we love Oasis. I fucking love Oasis. Nebworth concert out. And there is a never, uh, there's a never-ending stream of, of fun Oasis, uh, Oasis stories. This happens to do with uh, Noasis, Where which Liam, is Liam Gallagher never existed. No, no, no. That's even that would that would make it that makes Noasis sound even better. But yeah. no, uh, Noasis. Uh, they really should call them Snowasis. Uh, is a Oasis cover band in England who was performing uh, a show at the Tanhill Inn in York- Yorkshire. Okay, fair enough. Uh, they got uh, they got caught in a blizzard, and they were stranded there for several days, um, just doing Oasis stuff. Um, so the Tanhill Inn is like atop the Henning Moors in Yorkshire Dales National Park. Um, it's actually considered Britain's highest pub. It's like 1,700 feet above sea level. So it's way out there. And so they got caught into in this massive blizzard. There was like three feet of snow around this pub. And so these guys got stranded during their performance along with a bunch of guests. So, you know, they were doing like all kinds of weird stuff to pass the time, trivia, watching movies, um, you know, playing, you know, doing karaoke, doing Oasis karaoke, doing Oasis trivia, um, all kinds of other fabulous shenanigans. Um, But, you know. You know, it, it's never a dull moment with Oasis and anything Oasis adjacent. Yes. So I thought that was an amusing story. You know, three feet of snow is is nothing to mess with. Um, so the, the most people were stuck there for like two or three days. Luckily, like the inn stockpiles food for like the winter months. So there was they were there was no 
no issue with food. Um, you know, some of the like some of the band had to sleep on couches in the bar and stuff because they're just you know they weren't expecting to be there. But otherwise, you know, no injuries, no fatalities, nothing crazy. Nice. But, you know, fun times. You know, and wh- fun times where, are had by all. Where where was this in uh, in England? Uh, the Tan Hill Inn in Yorkshire. Oh, over in Yorkshire, you say? Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Yeah. In other bed. Just gonna make other bad, basically dad puns while I'm at it. Um, oh gosh. Oh. Just an out of tune acoustic. Just grab it really quick and just strum four chords. Let's just yeah. do it. Let's just do a Oasis karaoke in the show, mid show. Just do some karaoke. Who cares? I would. I would. I'm just gonna do under the up in the sky because that's one of my I, favorite Oasis song. Go. Um, what's the story of Morning Glory? Ooh, well, that's uh, oh, okay, that's a great song. I respect that for sure. Cool. Uh, I I think mine is uh, Rock and Roll Star. That's okay. a that's a fucking that's a great fucking off the first album, uh, and also just uh, the uh, I, I think uh, it was in it was in theaters for a limited time, but I believe the 1995 Nebworth concert is available. Okay. Uh, where at like just uh just like on YouTube or uh probably not on YouTube, probably on some streaming service. It's definitely on Spotify, like the audio okay. of it. Yeah, so cool. All right. Also another uh not another fun but weird uh news. Um this is gonna be like the prognos- prognostication part of the show. The the Spider-Man hype is like reaching like obscene levels right now yeah for sure uh, um it is uh the day it debuts next weekend next friday probably next thursday um and uh we're calling this spider-man no way to get tickets wah, wah. Wah, wah. so uh it was either last weekend i think it might have been black friday or or, or possibly last weekend I, I forget i don't know what um as soon as the opening weekend tickets went on sale, basically every major online ticketing service collapsed um, because the volume and crush of fans trying to get tickets was unbelievable. That's crazy. So um, almost all the online ticketing services went offline for a period of time um, while they got it together. So I'm expecting like, Opening weekend next weekend for Spider-Man is going to be just, you know, just absolutely ludicrous. I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's the movie. Of, it's the movie of the year. Super spreader. Yeah, that too. You can call it a super spreader. Maybe. I don't know. They'll all be wearing their Spider-Man masks. What are you talking about? I hope so. That'd be fantastic, you know? right? They, they, there's a way to battle COVID. Yeah. So we'll have to get that together for the New Year show um, is, is to try and get in and see that um, sooner than later. Because I think it's going to be off the chart. I think it's going to, I think, I mean, I mean, I am, I think it's going to be probably close to a billion dollar movie. Maybe I mean, not. I don't know. I, I hope they, are, are they still doing like, hey, give us 20 bucks. You can watch the movie from home. No, I hope not. I hope so. Would, I, I, because it's, it's probably a split property between Sony and Marvel. So I highly doubt Sony is going to be. Let, Am- let Amazon do it. Let Amazon do it. You know what I mean? That would be even, no, Disney would Disney would never let that happen. Marvel Studios, a.k.a. Disney, would never allow that to happen. 
Um, no, I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be one of the first movies this year that goes straight to the theaters and just dominates. I mean, I could easily see this movie making three quarters of a billion dollars. I could easily see me not going to the theater to see this. <laughs> this is why you have to I mean, wait several weeks and then yeah. go on like a Tuesday no, when it's no, a discount. I, I, believe me, I've been trying to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife for like the longest time. And I, you know, like I love uh, Spider-Man and all things comic books. Nothing will ever fucking top the Ghostbusters franchise. I didn't see the 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 last movie that was made the the reboot, right? Lady but Busters. I, yes, but I am all about this one. Like I'm all about it. You know what I mean? It's a it's an actual sequel, right? It's in right. the universe. It's 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 Egon's you know grandkids. I'm fucking all about this. <clears throat> yeah. Raise occult books. Vankman's <clears throat> in it. You know what I mean? And I heard it's good. So like, okay. But yeah, I haven't gone it. I I, I mean. Ghostbusters is in my top three franchises of all time. Wow! Right? Yeah, it's 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 a movie near and dear to my heart. Uh, I mean, so yeah, and I haven't gone to see that, so I, I I don't I don't foresee me anytime in the future, near future at least, going to see Spider Man Far From Home. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna write this down because I think we need to we'll we'll have to um we'll have to discuss this on the show. You know, as a show topic another time, um, like best movie franchises of all time. I mean, that's that seems pretty. That seems like a fun topic. I think that'd be a great. Oh show yeah, for yeah, us yeah, to, for sure, hundred percent. I'll, I'll, so, I'll, so we, we could dive into it more. Let's we'll we'll do it for the maybe we'll do it for the year end show, right? Like the uh, you know what I mean, like we could do that. I'll give you my top three just right off the top of my head, right? It's okay. it's Star Wars. It is the Indiana Jones series minus the fourth movie and Ghostbusters. <laughs> minus Kingdom oh, of the Crystal man. Skull. But, I mean, you fucking tell me that Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade are <laughs> one of the fucking greatest trilogies ever made. I'll tell you to go. If you bring up Peter Jackson and the Lord of the Rings bullshit, I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Oh, man. I mean, I totally agree with Star Wars. Um... But then, I mean, look, where do you go? Do you do you go like aliens? Do yeah. you go? Um, you go Indiana Jones. I just told you where you go. I like I like Indiana <laughs> Jones, but I, but I honestly like the first two. Me, the Last Crusade was Sean yeah, Connery is yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. Junior. Yeah, Last Crusade <laughs> is arguably better than Temple of Doom. I don't even think <laughs> arguably <laughs> the Last Crusade is better than Temple of Doom for sure. You know what I mean? Like for sure, Temple of Doom. Is 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 great, but Last Crusade's better. Right. Let's be honest. Um. Wow. Um. Yeah. I, I'd have to. Man, that's that's a. Yeah. That's a so good that's one. A, that's a that's a topic. Sweet Lou, uh, meet me at the office and give you. I uh, so so Sweet Lou won't be in the in the audience for that, but I want Sw Sweet Lou's top five movie. Uh, uh, top five movie top franchises five of all time. Movie franchises of all times. That's why. Right. That's why I'm expected from you next week, Sweet Lou. Well, so speaking of speaking of movie franchises, um, Amy Pascal, she's a Sony producer for um, uh, the Spider-Man and, and, you know, other movies in general. She gave an interview to someone. I don't even care who. Um, and she suggested that there would be another trilogy of Spider-Man movies. 
um, allegedly with Tom Holland in tow. He doesn't seem to be like admitting to any of that. He's not copping any of this. But allegedly, allegedly. But they have discussed. They have discussed wanting to do three trilogies with Spider-Man. So, wh- so No Way Home is a, is supposedly the the last movie of the first trilogy where we follow Peter Parker in like high school. Sure. The next trilogy of movies they would expect to be like following Peter Parker in college. Okay. And and then the final trilogy would be following him as an early adult, which would be, you know, which is all very good. I mean I mean I I like those phases of Peter Parker's life. You see him in the comics, it's very, you know, it's very interesting. They're very, you know, very critical parts of his career or whatever. Um are you going to be able to get Tom Holland to do six more Spider-Man movies. Um, I would love to say yes, because the money is just, you know, so right. Yeah. Right. Um, will he want to do six more? I mean, he's in his mid twenties now, right? I mean, will he want to continue doing, you know, will he want to continue doing Spider-Man movies into his forties? Um, I hope it's just like, it's a, it's a balding Peter Parker. Yeah. Like, like overweight, you know, like, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, the I, potential for the Marvel it, Universe is there. Give it to Kubrick. Let him run with it. <laughs> no. Make it a six hour per movie project. Oh, yeah. Eyes wide shut Spider-Man thing. I don't know. But, you know, I, I like the idea. I mean, um, I like the idea. It's it's ambitious. You know what I mean? Like, it really is. I, I Marvel, Disney Marvel and, and Disney Star Wars to, you know, even a, a lesser or similar or the same. Yeah, I mean, like. At, at some point, like, I sort of agree with Martin Scorsese, you know what I mean? Like, when he's like, these aren't actual movies, they're just, you know, they're theme rides, um, which they can be, you know what I mean? But, like, we love them. I don't know if I really want to go in on a nine-movie deep Spider-Man trilogy. Uh, you know, I mean, you know. think about it. You, you're, there are so, there's so much content that you can that you can take advantage of. There's so much crossover appeal. There's so much that you can do um, that that you know they can make it work. the 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 biggest issue to me is is keeping keeping Tom Holland interested in this, right? Like that's the yeah, biggest issue with any I, one of these actors. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I think that that's that's it for sure. But also, just you know, I don't know. Get through this third movie, make it good. We'll see where we go from there. You know what I mean? Like, right. That that would be my thing. Yeah, you know I mean, like the first two movies have been. Pretty good. They've been really, really good. Uh, um, uh, what, what was the first one? Homecoming. Uh, yeah, uh, no, yeah. Homecoming. I thought was the second movie. No, I thought that was Far From Home. Wait, oh, was it Homecoming and then Far From Home? Yeah, Homecoming then Far From Home. Yeah, because the and first then, one, Homecoming, was, was it? Yeah, yeah. But Homecoming was. Uh, it was Spider-Man coming back to Marvel, right? Homecoming, yada yada yada. Okay, okay. But yeah, but that that one was fantastic. Uh, Far from yeah. Home was also good, right? For sure, I liked it. But I yeah, I, I thought Homecoming was great. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I think that if you can keep him interested in it, then you have a chance. Um, they they you know they've talked about so much different like Young Avengers, where you would have like you would have Spider-Man, or you would have a version of Spider-Man, um, probably Miles Morales, but you know whatever. Um, there, there's going to be some like well, actual S- Avengers stuff where S- he's going to be Sony, in the Avengers. Sony has a new uh, Miles Morales uh, Spider Verse movie coming out, right? 
Uh, I believe they're doing Into the Spider Verse two, but I don't. I haven't heard a lot of, uh, about it, and that's just that's just you know that's just my I, fault. I, I yeah no. I think there was an I, I think there was a title given to it. I don't think it's Into the Spider Verse two, but I think it's 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 along those things same lines, and, and it should be good. So Sony hit it out of the park with Into the Spider Verse for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, so they'll that, do a second one of those, and then they're gonna have like. Um, there's a phase five Spider-Man animated project. That's like, you know, student years type stuff. Um, you know, it looks very much like the, um, the early Ditko, um, you know, Peter Parker in college almost, you know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it, it I don't know. I, I, I highly doubt they'll get in for nine movies. Um, I, you know, who's been in, who's been in. Who's been in the, the highest number of of Marvel movies at this point, and what is that number? It's right? got to be Robert Downey Jr., right? Like, I mean, like, oh, uh, what three three Iron Man movies, Captain three America, Avenger movies, Captain three Avengers America. movies, so seven. Yeah, at a bare minimum, seven. Oh no, oh, but seven. No, and then no, Spider Man, Spider Man, that's eight, right, right there. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, and then you know, Captain America, you know, has. Uh, um, yeah, Chris Evans has been a shit ton. Chris of Evans has too, been yeah. in a bunch of those movies, and he's yeah. but he's done now, right? Same with yep. same with same with Junior Downey Junior. Yep. So yep. I don't know, I don't know, but you know, it's it is a if done well, it could be a phenomenal movie franchise. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I would say tackle it in in I I, I you know like tackle it movie by movie or you know trilogy by trilogy just make a fucking good third movie here and then then see what happens after that. Yeah, I gotta say this Rusty Rail Wolf King is uh pretty smooth, man. Pretty smooth. Nice, love a good. This smooth is from uh, Rusty Rail Brewing is in Mifflinburg, PA, uh, brewing boldly in the heart of Pennsylvania. Shouts Ooh. to PA. Shouts to Mifflinburg. If you're in Mifflinburg, I don't know. You're fucking raising one up to you. We're raising, raising one, one up. up. To you. Raising one up to the mythical beasts over in Mith Mithlinburg. Mithl Mifflinburg. Mistletoe. Mistletoeburg. Hey, happy holidays, mistletoe. Dunder Mifflinburg. Dunder Mifflinburg in Scrattenburg, PA. Hey, should so, we uh, should we talk some mixed media? You mean? Something about movies, movies books, comics, books and stuff, graphic novels, Adrian Clyers. Yeah. Ooh, pretty nice. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, the tuning. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the E and the A are pretty close. So. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's good. That's good. Yep. So, so yeah. Uh, we finally got a chance to watch um, the third attempt at Dune. Yes. Yes, we did. Thankfully, right before it was, uh, you know, taken off of the free list of yeah, HBO yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus. We we made it. We made it. We made it. Everybody. We started at the bottom. Now we're here. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, do we need to have a synopsis of the story in general, or do we assume that our our listeners understand Dune? Ah, uh, I mean, we could give a quick breakdown. I got like you know, like whatever. It's a dust planet. They got. They got spice on there, right? When they make fuel out of it, it's space Middle East, right? It really there we is. go. <laughs> it really is, yeah. right? It, they it made, really is space politics. It's it's space politics. It's space Middle East in the space desert. They got a lot of space oil. Yep. 
the, there you go. Oil can also be used as drugs. Yes, yes. And there's there's so. all sorts of stuff. And then so there's a space emperor. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and there's another like there's another s- s- there's like space uh royal yes yeah, sp- oh yeah, the space nuns uh so all right, first of all, let me say I, I thought this was uh it took about 20 minutes for me to get into it, but once I was into it, I was into it. That's like, funny because it took 20 minutes to get Eve out of it altogether. Okay. Um because it was just it, you know, the pacing starts yeah, like the pacing is incredibly sluggish. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, to the point by the end of the movie, I was like, "How are they going to fit the rest of the movie?" I didn't realize that we had we had already signed up for a sequel, right? Yeah, I mean, right. by, the, by the time we got to the end of the movie, I was like, "How are they going to fit the rest of the movie in like these next five minutes?" Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, but I yeah. think they they did they did character development justice, which is something that failed uh, in, in in let's just call it the first iteration of Dune, right? Like, I yeah, the I don't think the. Well, the, the David the David Lynch is what we consider the first iteration of Dune. Yes, period. right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There. Yeah. I, I know there was a a, a failed second. Uh, uh, att- there was a miniseries in two thousand. Okay. And I All didn't right. watch it. I don't know anything I about it. I just either. know that it happened. Yeah. No. Um. So yeah, I mean, the David Lynch's David Lynch's version, um, is is the initial version, and, and it's weird as fuck. It was completely weird as fuck, and he, yeah, he because took, he took some because fun liberties it's, with it's it. David Lynch, right? Like yeah. David Lynch is weird as fuck, right? So like, yeah. you know, and um, but uh, yeah. So I I I think the story of Dune is pretty cool, though. Like it's although it's 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 a bit overly convoluted from a political standpoint, right? Like this one family is getting too powerful in the emperor's eyes, right? So the emperor takes this sort of like other really powerful family that is controlling what's the name of the planet that it takes place on what's, oh crap what is that um what's what's space iraq called uh, <laughs> <laughs> i gotta see if i can figure out what what they call that um hold on a second i'm gonna i'm gonna get to it at some point um oh geez uh the, the, oh arrakis is it arrakis i think it is actually arrakis, is arrakis. yeah 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 so okay. space space iraq uh, is Arrakis. Um, Space Arrakis. So, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> so um, so there's this sort of like brutal, you know, uh, the, there's different like, I think there's like seven clans or whatever. Houses. That, seven houses, right? So right. There, there's this one really brutal clan that c- controls Arrakis. The yeah. emperor takes Arrakis and the spice production away for them and gives them to another family that the house... It sounds like a Treyu. It's not a Treyu, yeah, but, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> but the, the the first the fee, the first rulers, the current rulers of Arrakis were uh, House Harkonnen. Yes, ha- House and Harkonnen. They were like they were like the bald, pasty white. They're, super, just, they're barbarians. Just, yeah, I mean. super violent barbarians, and yes. so they were um, they were uh, usurped, and the power the 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 ruling uh, you, you know of Arrakis went to House uh, Atreides. Atreides, which sounds like a Atreides. I was, yeah, 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 no, right. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, right. And so Atreides is a, is a really powerful house, right? And they have like on their planet, which I'm assuming assuming is going to be called Atreyu. Um, no, yeah, right. But whatever <laughs> they they have, a, you know, a, like a, a 
really sophisticated military. They they really dominate the land and the sea. But Arrakis is a straight desert planet, right? Right. So uh, definitely, you know, from a military standpoint, right, poses a problem for— Well, uh, yeah, I mean, to a degree it does. But, like, think about it. Um, you know, Caladan is— House of Trade, uh, House of Trades home planet, and it is primarily an ocean planet. Like yes. you can almost consider it like Earth. I mean, three quarters of the Earth is water. Yeah, right, right. Um, but like to the same to the same degree, like Arrakis is mainly sand. It's just oceans of sand. Right. But you know they're what I mean? uh, yeah, but they're not prepared to defend it, right? Because that's sure. like the the Emperor's move is to put them into power just so he can go fuck them. Yeah, you know I mean. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's 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 which is such a weird. It's such it's a such weird. It's such a convoluted move. move. It's such a convoluted like, move. Which house do you hate the most, House right. Harkonnen, or do you hate House Atreides, and that's why you put them in power so that you can then fuck? I, it just doesn't make yeah. any sense. I don't, I don't. Yeah, right. Because you take power away from Dave Batista and his uncle, right? Mm-hmm. And then you put House Atreides in in power, just so you could take Batista. Right. And um, I don't know who the actor that's supposed to be Marlon Brando, um, but the the dude, that dude, the the main bad guy, the uh, Batista's oh. uncle. Oh, the, the funny part. This is great. I, and I didn't realize this until, that I, dude, until I that dude's playing Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. That's his the, entire approach to this character. And it's fantastic. Yeah. The main the the main. um you know the main ruler of House Harkonnen is Stellan Skarsgård. It's oh, very really. To tell. I didn't know it's that. Yeah, Skarsgård. Oh, you and he's fantastic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Yeah. Again, uh, American Gods. Uh, uh, also, uh, First of the Fallen in the Keanu Reeves uh, Constantine mm-hmm. movie. He's fantastic. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that was him. Now I now I now I get why he was why he was Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. They're like he's able to pull that off so well. Yeah. That's so good. Oh my god, that's uh that's uh that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that political intrigue part right is a bit convoluted for me, but it's convoluted in the original story as well, right? Like right. I mean, yeah, like it, it, it's from the book. I'm like. I don't get why he would do this, why the emperor would do this, right? Yeah. But but uh, House um, Atreus, right? Like they have the son who could also be this, you know, sort of prophesized Messiah-esque kind of character that could overthrow the emperor, right? So like, you know, basically, and, and you got the magic nuns that run around. Was one of the magic nuns his grandma? Is, is that the is that the one that test, like, you know, like he had his hand in there or like, or, or was think... she just a magic nun? No, no, she was, she was like, she was like the main head of these. And this is funny because I, and I don't want to dwell on it too much, but like, um, uh, oh God, who, what's his name that, um, the guy that directed it, Dennis Villeneuve, he referred to them comedically, kind of jokingly as like space nuns because they were kind of like not yeah. taken seriously in the first, even in the book, yeah. um, they were not taken. So he treats them more like warrior, you know, kind of warrior goddesses or whatever. Right. Um, but, um, the Ackle, I guess. Duke Leto of House Atreides, it's not even his wife, it's his concubine. She is like an acolyte of this cult. Let's just call it a cult, right? Of witches, whatever. I don't know. Sure, space witches. Sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But but she's not 
it's not his grandmother. It's not, um, the young Atreides. It's not his grandmother. It's like she's like the high priestess, let's say. Right. Right. And so she like tests him. Because she doesn't want to have like you can't you can't be fronting with with like well like, then plus like if, and yeah and, and and if you're a man right like you're not supposed to have the space nun powers right mm-hmm. like you're not supposed to be able to use the voice which is funny because that also reminds me of preacher right because they ha- they have the same power as, as Jesse and preacher right like he, they basically have the voice of God and whatever they say if they say it with the voice you have to do it right right that's, so like that's, the the I guess the um. The prophecy is that, you know, there's going to be this, like, super being that's going to guide humanity, you know, to, like, a better, you yeah. know, whatever. He's, and they, he, didn't expect it a, to be a, they didn't expect it to be a male. Right. There's going to be a, a super being that brings space peace to the space Middle East. <sighs> exactly. It's, that is the, and, and the emperor wants no part of that. Right. So you can see, you can already see like the parallels to like, you know, you know, Christianity type. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, re- religiosity and stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's basically, it's basically like three quarters of the David Lynch movie in like two hours and 45 minutes of this movie. Yeah. But shot really, really nicely. The acting's really good. Uh, so, you know, like, sometimes when I watch a movie, I, I, like, I focus in on these microcosms of things, right? Like, some people don't really care about the cinematography. I always really enjoy cinematography. I also enjoy uh, uh, sound design, right? Like, for me, a lot of times, like, if if I can't enjoy a movie because the sound effects overpower the dialogue and then I can't hear it or I have to have everything too loud. Like there has to be a balance. Right. And I think Dune did a really good job of that. Like I was watching, like I, maybe, maybe you have to listen on my soundbar, but I was like, it didn't, the war on space Baghdad, whatever the city is on space Arrakis. Right. Right. That gets way too loud. Right. Like there's explosions, boom, boom, booms. Right. Like, um, and then, um, uh, uh, space, uh, space cow Drago, right? Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, like it, it, there's there's important stuff that happens that in that sequence, right. but like I have to turn it down because all of the 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 explosions that I miss a lot of the dialogue. Right? There's there's yeah. there's a space Hamlet part. Right where the they they betray the king right because his family is 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 in with space Marlon Brando. <laughs> I, every synopsis of every movie should be done in this way where I just equate yeah. it to like some other and like there's no real comparison between this character and Marlon Brando at all, <laughs> let alone Marlon Brando and Apocalypse Now, right? Like, there's no real comparison. But some angle that this was shot at, I was like, that's Marlon Brando from Apocalypse Now, and it'll never <sighs> change my mind. So I, I, I absolutely agree with the cinematography part. I loved it. I thought it was so beautiful and expansive, and you just, you know, oh, this, I think and the took, special effects were fantastic. The little yeah. dragonfly helicopters, woo, mm-hmm. those were great. They took, yeah. they took, great, de- they took great pains to make it cinematically just gorgeous. The whole thing was gorgeous. And I, I and and I think and that was that was Villanueva's 
one of his like main goals was to, for this to be like just this a visually stunning masterpiece. And I and I think that it was. I think it, he did great. Yeah. Um, the issue that I have with the sound is an issue that he has with HBO Plus. Mm, okay. Yeah. The movie yeah. was made to be seen in a theater, right? These huge space, like vast expanses of cinematography, where you just see this huge expanse of of the desert planet or the oceans or or whatever. That was meant to be seen in like even almost like IMAX. Sure. Yeah. So the sound was set up basically to for that with that in mind. I have a lot of problems with a lot of movies where the sound effects volume is like 10 times louder than the, you know, than the dialogue volume. This does that, but when you understand the context of what he wanted to do, you can see that like, you know, it, you know, I watched it at home. Yeah. And I have, you know, I watched it in my home stereo that only has two big speakers. It's not like surround sound or anything like that. So I don't take full advantage of any part of it. Um, but I had to go back and forth. Um, the one most important part for me that I had to watch like twice with subtitles was after the um, after they kill um, House uh, Atreides, the, the father. Right. Um, uh, what's his name? Yeah, space, um, that, that's uh, Space Hamlet. Oscar Isaac. Right, Space yeah. Hamlet. Space Hamlet, so yeah. Once they, once they kill Space Isaac, Hamlet. Future Moon Knight. Future Moon Knight. Uh, once, once they kill him and um, uh, was it Paul Atreides and his mother go on the run, yeah. they spend a night in a tent in the desert. He has visions. Yes, yes, um, yes. You know, he has these continuing visions of this holy war and, and everything. A lot of the dialogue that happens in the tent during his visions and after was impossible to hear. Okay. And I had to watch it with subtitles and I had to watch it a second time. Um, so he had, uh, Dennis Vanilla Wave had a lot of issue with them releasing it the way that they did Wonder Woman because one, it takes away from movie profits, right? I think my, uh, as far as I can recall, uh, Almost two million streams on HBO Plus. Sure, and that's and, a lot of movie revenue you lose. Oh yeah, for sure. And they they did do a cinematic theater release, and they did it before it was available on HBO Plus or HBO Max, right? But it's still, I mean, there's no there's no way around it, right? Like, because if right. you get like again, if you give me the option, I'm going to watch it at home. And from a sound standpoint. I watched part of the movie upstairs in uh, my bedroom, right, which I don't have anything other than the TV speakers, right? Right. And then I watched most of the rest of it, rest of it down here, right, where I have my sound bar, which is like a center speaker. It sounds really good on a center speaker. Sure. Now, like I would think, if you yeah, if you if you're putting it on two two tower or two bookshelf speakers, you're yeah. gonna have issues, right? There's gonna be right. there's gonna be less of a depth of field. Um, right where where the sound bar is going to make it mono, right, and it's mm -hmm. it's it's going to make it yeah, you know, it's going to make it easier to deal with. Which I, I I for the most part had a good a good time with, except for like I, I had to like rewatch the 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 part where like his I I don't I don't want to say he was a servant, right, but he was like some sort of like a, a assistant or servant to the doctor. Was he a doctor? 
I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to make the stereotype that the Asian guy was the doctor. He was the doctor. Okay. <laughs> he was the family's doctor. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, but like you know, that whole point of like he gave him like a cyanide capsule in his tooth or whatever, like bite down on it, yada yada yada. Right. Like, which hey, cool. I have to kill you because I because they're holding my family hostage. But also, if you could kill the other guy, yeah, that'd be great too. That'd be dope. It's a it's a win win situation, right? But so, I mean, like I I get it. You know, what I mean, like if somebody had my family hostage, I'd be like, sorry, bud. You know, what I mean, I like, love that intrigue. I love that kind of double. You yeah, know, yeah, for sure, absolutely. He's like, yeah, I love you, but I gotta kill you, bud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, that shit. Yeah. So I thought that was good. I thought um, overall, like, yeah, the cinematography was great. I could fucking just put uh, Dune on in the background, like, yeah, you know, like it, it was, you know, Blade Runner, Blade Runner twenty forty nine level cinematography. I, th- I thought sure. it was fantastic. Obviously, not as sort of glossy a- a- as as Blade Runner, right? Like, there's a, there, but it's also in a fucking desert. You know what I mean? Like where Blade Runner had that griminess, right? Uh, uh, Dune has that, you know, that grittiness of of being in a desert, but also of like being, a- of being an actual grit. Yeah, there's right. Actual it's, grit there. Yeah, right. But also like the grandiose, like you know, uh, old. You know, uh, uh, temples and habitats uh, uh, of, yeah. of 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 the people. I thought the acting, uh, for the most part, was really good. I don't, I don't, I can't think of anyone's performance that I didn't enjoy. Even um, even Jason Momoa, for the most part, who is is real hit or miss with me. I, I like he's, Jason Momoa, he's but literally Jason Momoa in everything. Yeah, yeah, for this sure. Is, this is and this is this is Eve's comment. This is and, except, and except right. for God. Except for God, he was. He's, he's, uh, he's right. the, yeah. Fair but enough. I mean, yeah, he, he, he was, wasn't in God for very long. So, no, yeah. Um, I think the other thing that for all of the, for all of the work that Villanueva put in to amplify female characters more so than in the book and, and things like that. Sure, sure, sure. Yep. This movie was always going to suffer from the white savior complex. And oh, I think that the yeah. casting, the that's, casting, that's in there hard. Yeah, for sure. The casting, the casting made it so hard. And so like, it's very hard to overcome that. Um, you know, I, I don't want them to, you know, like, I don't know. Do you have to recast the whole movie? I mean, honestly, I don't give a shit if you do, um, you know, like you could do that. But like when you see um, Paul Atreides on the run with his mother, and they run into they run into um, Javier Bardem. Um, yeah, what yeah. Is, I guess it was a Stilgar or whatever. When he runs into these desert people, and he's he's amongst them, and it's it's Javier Bardem, and it's um, Zendaya, and then it's um, was it uh, Jamis, the character Jamis, who um, Paul fights to the death. Yes. And then you see so, and then it's and then it's Paul. And it's like, okay, well, these are these are all people. These are all people of color. And then here's Paul. And it's like, oh, geez. Yeah. He's so the special one. Yeah, yeah, for he's sure. This, he's the pasty white kid is the special one. Right. Um, so but like, I, it's going to suffer I, from that. Yeah. And, but what they tried to do is is uh, the Batistas. I, you know, what, what, what's that house name again? Uh, Harkonnen. Harkonnen. They're even more white. So. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't know they're if that like was opaque. Saying, yeah, right, they're like, right. They're like, like moving into opaque. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there there's an element there, right? But I mean, I think that's always been an element of Dune, right? Like, is does Dune suffer from the white savior complex? 
I, I mean, I. Yeah. Yeah. I think it does. does. Now, yeah. I mean, so here's the thing, and it's tough. So I don't want to. I've never read the books, and there's probably like what? Isn't there like seven books? Yeah, it's something it's like that. A lot of books. I should and read I'm, the books, but I'm like, yeah. I am. I'm stuck on a book right now. Like, I, I'm gonna have to restart it because I fucking, I, you know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I've never read the books, so I don't know, and so I don't know if there are character descriptions in there that describe the ethnicities of these characters. So in the books, I don't know if there's this complex exists, but I know that in the movie, um. Not in the David Lynch version. I don't think in the David Lynch version because I think in, every, in the David Lynch version, everybody. Everyone's just white. white. Everyone's white everybody in the David. Everyone's white in the David Lynch version. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's either I, you get the white savior complex or you just just get it whitewashed, right? Yeah, I right. mean it's um, right. yeah exactly. But it, but in but. this, it it definitely gives that vibe, and so that that kind of that that kind of hurts. But yeah, um, I mean. I, I don't. I don't think it was. I. I, I don't know if it is. A, if 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 it's intentional. You know. I mean. Like. I don't know if that's the underlying theme, right? Of of the movie, the story, or the intention of the story. But I. I, I definitely think it's there. Right. You know. I mean. Like. I think yeah. it, it can be extrapolated. Right. Again. I don't know if that's what. You know. The the point of the story is, or you know. I mean. Like. I. I don't. I don't know. But I. I think overall. If you look past that aspect of it, and you look past some of the 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 middle stanza spacing, right? Like I felt right. like the beginning went pretty good, right? And then the end, the middle to the end, right? Um, man, that was just it was it was it was really slow, and it necessarily didn't do a lot. You know what I mean? Like it didn't do too much to set up the world or the people. Or the main characters, right? Like, there was some interactions, right? But were they help, helpful? Like, at the end of the day, did I really care about Space Jason Momoa and his his ultimate sacrifice? And the answer is no, I, I didn't. I didn't like Space Jason Momoa more than I liked the other dude that was training... Uh, at, at the very beginning of the movie, you remember? And, and he was like, um, where's, where's Space Jason Momoa? And he was like, sorry, you're stuck with me, kid. Space, um... <laughs> S- uh, what's his name? Space generic Josh Brolin. Uh, I, I can't Josh remember. Josh Brolin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so Josh Brolin was the, um, Josh Brolin was the Patrick Stewart character in yes. the David Lynch movie. Yes, yes, yeah, right. Um, so, you, yeah, you know. I, I liked Space Josh Brolin more than I liked Space Jason Momoa, right? Yes, but I, the, the worst part is, is the mannerisms and the, and the, and the dialogue, the way, and especially the way it's delivered. Josh right. Brolin's character is very, like, stern and kind of regal and kind of military. And then you have, like, Space Jason Momoa, and he's Jason Momoa. Yeah, and, like, but it's the thing— just that's how he's doing it. Right. And the and the thing is Space Josh Brolin was like he was like actually trying to train and and educate, right? Like like this young future ruler, leader, whatever he's going to be, right? Like there he had skin in the game, right? Like and you could right. feel it for for both this family and the planet and the house. Like uh, House Atreus, this dude was all in, right? And like you could just feel it from the way that Josh Brolin approached the the character mm-hmm. right like space jason momoa was basically you know he was tom cruise from top gun you know what i mean like he was really there for himself but didn't care too much about the team maybe he did at the end but it was too late goose was already dead right okay <laughs> 
<laughs> Again, if you can okay. follow my train of thought, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> you know it's right. You know it's right. I'm, I'm staying out of this. I'm staying neutral. I'm Switzerland here. Yeah, I mean, no. but like, but like, but like, Space Jason Momoa gets gets off the plane, gets off the space helicopter, he's and all he, broy, and he's, he's all like, bro. He's like, yo, fucking Iceman, good. good to see you. You ready to kick you know, some? Kind of, how everybody has these really awesome, like you know, interesting names, and then Space Jason Momoa is Duncan Idaho. Yeah, like, I mean, what the fuck? How does that, that happen? You could do. That's the best. His name's Duncan Idaho. Oh man. Yeah. So I I I just when I think when I watched it, when you see it on HBO Plus, they I think they specifically suggested that it was a trilogy of movies. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And I think I think that they can do that. Like I, I think there's a lot of room. So I think the one thing about Dune, right? Like uh, you know, I, I, I was in on it. I thought the movie was entertaining. Uh it was a nice change of pace from some of the stuff that's uh, you know, Flooding the airwaves now, right? Like, I thought the acting was good. The directing, uh, the yeah, like, uh, I, I thought the cinematography was great. Uh, the dialogue could be improved, right? But, I mean, that's really every movie, you know? Um, but overall, I was highly entertained by the movie. I enjoyed it, you know? Uh, it was a nice piece of escapism. Um, it struggled from, you know, but by the end of the movie... I was in, you know what I mean? I wanted to see what was going to happen next. They, It took them a long time to get to the part where I was right. like, oh, shit, let's go. What's going to happen, right? But then they got there, and they're like, all right, see you next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I would definitely go in on another episode or another, you know, outing, another movie of Dune, right? And if they, you know, if they wanted to make it a trilogy – um, that's, uh, you know, let's see what the, what the second movie, but like, get to the story, get to the meat of it. Right. Like for me, that's where like Lord of the Rings sometimes fails. Like it's this great cinematic masterpiece and it's amazing to look at. And the acting is really good, but, man. That pacing can really fucking get to you. Like get, right. get to the fucking mountain already. You know what I mean? Like I movie. Think that, <laughs> I, I think the, I think the, the pacing in the Lord of the Rings trilogy is designed to uh, kind of invoke like this feeling of this slow doom, if you will, like I, I have to take on this task and now I have to do this impossible thing and I'm just a hobbit, like my feet are hairy, that's all I got, I wanna have three breakfasts. Yeah, I mean, like I wanna have, I wanna have second breakfast, but instead yeah, I've gotta like, I've got to go through like I've got to go up a mountain and I've got to go to a volcano. I got to just so like I think they I think they do that intentionally to make you feel this kind of like overwhelming like despair and doom. Yeah, so, for like, sure. Right. So like for that, I get it. Right. In Dune, it goes from like zero to sixty in two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah. Like there the, in the beginning, the character development, which isn't enough, but it's really. I, it's really like I guess it's, it's done when, well. when when you get it, it's entertaining, right? Like yeah. when you when you see uh, you know some of the backstory on you know uh, Batista and uh, um, 
The Harkonnens. Yes, the Harkonnens, right? Like, that's really intriguing. When you see the Emperor's, like, elite fucking whatever, right, in their training, and, like, yeah, like, there's, there's, there's a lot of elements of good world building, right, spaced in between a lot of, like, unnecessary, like... Chummy bullshit. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, like, Space Jason Momoa and this kid get along really good. It's a Space Jason Momoa chummy bullshit that I, they could, I could do without. And, and there's there's elements of, like, you know, like, we get it. Mom loves her son. We don't, you know what I mean? Like, that's just fucking, like, that's a given. Let's just go. But, my, but, but like, mom loves her son, but mom is also in a cult that yes, she's, she's going to be, he's going to be like she's this. She's Space Witch, right? She's Space yeah. Witch. So there's elements of that part where they, they have to show it, but there's elements where, like, they could they could hit the gas a little bit. Go right. past it, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, um... Like, yeah, you don't, you don't... It, it, there's no... From a, like... You know... The whole perspective where, you, you know, where there's there's a space emperor and there's his motivation to pit these, these you know, families uh, against each other and to kind of take this one family down a notch because this guy could have, like, the space prodigy kid. You... You don't get enough of that, right? Right, and 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 there's so like, and the, and that's where it kind of really fails in 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 in, in an extent because there's there's such a cool world and a cool culture behind a lot of that. You know what I mean? Like when the dudes when when Javier spits at, at one dude, right? And he's like, "That's an offense." He's like, "No, no, right. he's, he's sharing his water with you. That's like one of the highest things he could do, right?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like, no water uh, on this planet. Yeah, right, right, because it's fucking space Iraq, right? And um, so, like, there, there's 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 all these these elements that build this world that make it really unique and make it really cool that we sort of just gloss over some of it, right? To get into just, you know, what I mean, like fucking, you know, like a Bud Light commercial of Jason Momoa getting off the space plane and high fiving everybody, you know what I mean? Which we, which we don't necessarily need, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. And not to just harp on Jason Momoa, right? Like, again, like. I, I don't necessarily dislike him. Um, yeah, I mean, like, he, he's he's like the rock. He's hard not to like, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, like Fair. I don't care, you know, I don't I don't care too much for Aquaman, but he's he's fucking called Drago, and that's pretty cool. Sure. Um, but like that, like that final fight scene, that's like 10 minutes. Like of uh, you know what I mean? Like they could have cut that shit way short. Yeah, you yeah, know. I mean, I, I, see, this is where I kind of like disagree. Like you go no, from J- like zero. J- Jason Momoa's yeah, his final singular one. Yes, right. Not yes, the final but, but, fight scene with uh, with Atreyu. That one's good. That the the pacing on that one's good. Yeah. The reason why you have to have why you have to give him ten minutes of fighting is to show that he's like I'm the best fighter of the uh, of, Atreides of, family. Yes, for sure. And but, I'm also this kid's pal, and so they, that it's got to build up some sort of like payoff. They could have done that earlier in the movie. Instead of instead of getting getting off the plane and broing out for five minutes, they could have done another training session between Paul and Jason Momoa, right? Okay. Similar to the Josh Brolin one, right? And shown off how badass he was and how close their bond was and right. that kind of thing. And then you can cut down Jason Momoa's final fight scene by five minutes. He kills like three guys and then, you know, gets overwhelmed. The whole shield technology was pretty cool. I liked that. The tech in the movie is the nuance cool. of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I thought that was really cool. Right. Um, but it's also really confusing. 
right, that they're so technologically advanced, but still the weapon of choice is a fucking sword or a knife, right? Melee like weapons, that, bro. Yeah, melee, melee weapons. weapons. The way to go, right? Like Melee for so, life. Yeah, right. So, like, I mean, that's cool. Don't don't at me with a lightsaber fucking comment right here because lightsaber is a totally different thing than an actual just fucking bladed weapon. Right. You know what I mean? But so like, yeah, yeah they have, they have like, they have, a, well, how much of that is because the spice powers everything, right? Like the spice powers, like all their ships and all their tech, some of that, you know, like all that kind of, uh, all that kind of transport technology is powered by the spice. Yeah. Right. So like what's to say, like you need that to power, like maybe they don't have like a lot of like, plasma rifles or, or, or laser blasters or whatever. They didn't have any of that shit. They had like right. bullets, right? You know right. what I mean? It's it's weird how they do that. It's a, because, and then, you know, they're flying the ornithopter, you know, around. And then there's yeah. like Bravo, Delta, Echo. I'm like, why are we using American like call signs in space in yeah. like the year 20,000? Like this is yeah. what? Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, space Echo Charlie 5. Right? Space Echo Charlie Five, yeah. So, so I mean, I, I thought there was a, there was a lot of successes. There were a lot of hits. There were a lot of misses. Sure. Um. You know, I, I'm you know slightly above the middle on it, right? Because I did find it entertaining. I after I got in, right? I was like, I'm in. You know. Uh, yeah. But you know that that's you know again, I would go back in. Not my favorite movie of all time. It's not the worst thing I've seen. The the issue the issue for me is going to be you know I've never read the books books mm-hmm. I've never read the seven fucking books and this I'm not like, going now we're in the dark to. now we're in dark tower ta- uh, we're in dark tower territory where right. you've got seven books of space western wildness that you can't possibly make into a good movie or two. Right, like right. the Dark Tower movie was dog shit. Like, I wonder how make... the, I wonder how this TV show was. I never watched it, but this would this would it, yeah. succeed as a TV show for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it would if it was done right, especially now. Oh, yeah, but, for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, knowing if knowing my only background is the David Lynch stuff. Yeah. What do you do in the second movie? I don't know. Right. Right. Like, what is the second movie? This was two. This was two hours. And like 35 minutes. What do you do in a second movie? How long is that movie? Is it another two and a half hours? And if right, so, right. what do you do? Is it like, is and it going to be it's... like an hour and a half of Paul Atreides like becoming like godlike or some shit? Because I don't know if I can sit through that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I yeah, that's, that's, that's a hard one. Right. Um, but well, I mean, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe someone who who's read the books can tell me differently. Yeah, I, 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 I am not that person. But then I'm also like, I'm like, where's that dude with the fucked up face? And then I was like, oh, shit, that was enemy mine. This is a different movie. <laughs> ah, that's fucking good. But anyways, I'm, you know, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm above the middle. It was it was a good time. Man. It was, uh, you it's know, tough for me to score this, man. Like, I, you know, I'm at like five because like it's six, so hard. Six and a half, six and a half. I mean, it for us, it was 50 50. In 20 minutes, I stayed with it mainly for the cinematography, and Eve ducked out because it ran because of the pacing, right? And then yeah. I stayed and watched like the next like two and a half, like the next two hours of it, and it did what I wanted it to do because I knew ab- about the content, but. 
it felt like I had to put in a lot of effort to get there because they shoved it all into one long ass movie. Right. So, you know. Yeah, I thought, you know, again, like the look of it was cool. The tech of it was cool. And the acting to a certain level was really decent. You know what I mean? Some, some, of, the, some of the characters were played really well. Uh, yeah. Oscar Isaac, I enjoy him as an actor. You know sure. what I mean? You know, uh, he played so, a great father figure. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. I can't fucking wait to see him in Moon Knight. That's going to be great. Yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was good enough. I, I, I made it more for the cinematography than I am any other parts of it. Yeah. But for they sure. also didn't ruin it. Like it wasn't wild. There was no crazy sting. Yeah. You know, appearance. Um, so like, I thought it was fine. Um, I'm kind of curious what they're going to do for an encore. I mean, my understanding was they only had like, it was only, it was only maybe two movies, but not three. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, let, let's see what they do after a second movie, but I mean... So, again, overall, uh, well-received. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is like, I think it's like 83%. It's pretty yeah. well-received. Yeah, no, uh, for it sure. It made like $360 million on a $120 million budget. So, it made its, you know, it doubled up. Um, I don't know if they're going to make a whole lot more money on that because of where it's at now. It's still in theaters. Right, right, right. Um, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to make a whole lot more money on it. Um, but, you know... I saw, and I think they were pretty pissed about that because, like I said, you know, two million streams on on HBO Plus—that's a lot of money in the theater. Right, right. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what they do for an encore, which to me is like 15 minutes of movie of the David Lynch movie strung out over over like two hours, probably. Right. But if it's I done, mean, at, well, at the end at the end of the day, I liked it better than the David Lynch movie for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the David Lynch movie was campy and quirky, and yeah. it was what it was. Um, and this is, you know, I don't think it paid, you know, it didn't pay homage to or whatever, but it, it, it was much more, it was more refined, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But anyways, folks, that is all the time we have today. Uh, happy holidays to all of you that are celebrating. Uh, Hanukkah has already passed, but happy belated Hanukkah to you. Shalom, chosen. bitches. Shalom, uh, have a very festive Kwanzaa, a Merry Christmas, a happy Festivus for the rest of us. As always, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out. I am Andy Liascos. With me as always. At your penis. Don't let the space door hit you in the space ass on your space way out.